Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Elle McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Denise Prawl started Whiteboard Learning, a training experience helping business owners create a customized referral marketing plan. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, leading local living. Denise Prawl, Whiteboard Learning, thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters. Thank you so much for having me, Mel. I'm so happy to be here. It's so good to see you. We've known each other for years, kind of seen your businesses evolve over the years. For those that aren't familiar with whiteboard learning, tell us exactly what it is. I gave a little description, but go a little deeper for us. Well, really what we do at Whiteboard Learning is we help business owners who to stop worrying and wondering where their next client is coming from by helping them create a customized referral marketing plan just for their business that helps them fill their sales pipeline full of people that are ready to buy from them. So for people who aren't in sales or not a business owner, explain a referral. A referral is basically where you're recommending someone to someone else. So you're saying this person does good business, you need their services, I think you should talk with them. And the lead is? Basically, hey, I know somebody who needs this, just give them a call, but I haven't talked to them about you at all. Just call them and tell them I told you to call. And then one step down from that would be a prospect? I would say... A lead is probably lower than a prospect. Okay. A prospect at least has been pre-qualified that they might have a need for your services. So it's more of a pre-qualified lead to me is what a prospect is. Okay. And so you help business owners kind of sort all that out. Absolutely. We want them really to get to that referral where they've been vetted and recommended and they're basically ready to buy from you. They just need you to close the sale and tell them a little bit more about how you're going to help them. Can you share a little bit about that process? What does this training look like? Well, it's actually very interesting. Uh, One of the things that I find the most is when people are trying to get referrals, they have coffee meetings and lunch meetings, and they think telling people what they do is enough to help them get referrals. And that's really not true because it's on us about 80 to 85% to train people how to give us referrals. So just because somebody likes you, just because somebody knows what you do, that doesn't mean they're going to be able to give you a referral unless somebody just falls in their lap that needs your services. It's really up to us to determine who we want to work with, what our benefits are, and teach people how to ask questions and pre-qualify people. So that's that's the starting point. And then the rest of the system is about creating referral sources, referral partners, how to introduce yourself at networking events, how to stop networking like crazy and really put a strategic plan around networking. And when you put all those pieces together, you have a really robust referral marketing system that you can work for your business. Denise, what's the difference between a proactive referral and a reactive referral? Well, let me give you an example. Let's say um, I'm a chiropractor, and so I'm asking people to give me referrals. So a reactive referral is somebody that walks up to you and says, oh my gosh, my back is hurting, I need a chiropractor, who do you know? That's a reactive referral. I'm reacting to what they're saying to me, and I'm like, oh, I know a great chiropractor, I'll introduce you. 
A proactive referral is where somebody's been working in their yard shoveling mulch all weekend. They're walking a little bit bent over. I walk up to them and say, hey, you're not looking so good today. I saw you out there putting mulch in your yard. How's, how's your back feeling? And they're like, oh, my gosh, my back is really killing me. Then I start asking questions that you have taught me as a chiropractor. Well, have you ever considered going to a chiropractor? I find that they really help me with back problems. And so you start asking questions and qualifying that person. They might say, no, I would never go to a chiropractor. But they also might say, you know, that's a really good idea. Do you know how, do you know someone I could go to? So what I've done is created a referral just because I saw my neighbor putting mulch in the yard and walking a little bent over. So that's the difference between reactive where they just fall in your lap and proactive is where you have taught people how to actually go out, ask questions, pre-qualify and create referrals for you. So how have you gotten to the point where you've kind of become this, uh, you know, referral expert in a way? I mean, what is what's your background? What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a teacher when I grew up, actually. Um, and, and that was a good thing for me to do. But my mother said, you know what? You probably need to take some business courses as well. So teacher's great. You'd probably be good at that. But why don't you take some business courses? And um, back way back when, when I went to Lawrence <laughs> Central High School, they had business courses, but only boys were taking business courses. I was the very first girl in any business course in Lawrence Central High School, back in the day. Wow. So I took accounting courses, business law courses, and I fell in love with business. So uh, that is what I uh, ended up pursuing more in the ca- accounting area is what I really ended up pursuing. I worked for insurance companies for years. And then um, I had been staying home with my children and uh, got a divorce and needed to go out and get a job. And I I got a temp job working with a company that did property tax consulting, which most people haven't even heard of. Mm -hmm. But I was a receptionist um, temporarily. They hired me to be the office manager. I like to tell people I learned that business all the way from the front desk all the way up. So uh, several years later, down the road with several other positions in property tax world, uh, I started my own business 24 years ago, and uh, I still have it. It's a property tax consulting company. But you know, like any business person, about two years in, and if you think back 22, 24 years ago, there wasn't the internet, there Mm -hmm. wasn't Facebook, there wasn't LinkedIn. Referrals were really the way to bring business through the door. So I determined if that's what I was going to have to do, then I was going to have to get really good at it. Mm-hmm. So I did. Um, I joined several networking groups, read books, listened to podcasts, learned everything that I possibly could learn about referrals. And then about 17 years ago, I bought uh, a franchise that trained people how to get referrals. And uh, it, was, it was a system that they put together. I became um, their national trainer, so I train trainers from all over the world, because when I do things, I go in deep. <laughs> and uh, I took that system, and I implemented it 100% in my property tax business, and it didn't work. So whoa, 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 whoa. I want you to repeat that. I took the system that uh-huh. I was training people to do, and I implemented it in my business, my property tax business, and it didn't work. It didn't work. No. So I immediately sold the franchise because that's out of integrity with who I am. But I thought there was enough in the system, the little bits that did work, that I could possibly tweak it, twist it a little bit, and maybe put it into a system that could work. So I spent a couple of years in my property tax business really redeveloping that system. 
And the first year that I had that system 100% implemented in my property tax business, I doubled my business with no extra time or money. Wow. So then I knew I'd really landed on it. And then about seven years ago, some of my business friends said, you're doing great. You've grown your business to a multiple six-figure business. You're not networking like crazy. You're just doing what you do that makes you money. Would you please share that system with us? And that's how Whiteboard Learning got started. And so now I spend my time training business owners and salespeople how to work that system so they'll have the same success. How does it make you feel to know that you are helping other people grow their own business? Oh, gosh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. It has become my complete passion in life is I see so many businesses struggling and they don't need to be. There, it's really once you have the basics and you work that system, it's so easy. You don't have to be out networking. You don't have to be worrying and wondering. I remember every night going to bed and thinking, oh my gosh, where's my next sale coming from? I would stay up at night. Where's my next sale coming from? I haven't done that for years. As a matter of fact, uh, just to give you some perspective, um, this is my busy season and the property tax season. In the last three weeks, I've gotten 50 referrals. 50. 50. Five zero. Yes. And I haven't been marketing that business for years. But when you put the system in place, it just keeps working for you. So what I really hate to see is businesses out there struggling to bring business through the door because you don't need to. You can train people how to bring business through the door while you're sitting at your desk making money and you're doing the exact same thing for them. All you're doing is asking your customers and clients a few extra questions and creating referrals for your referral partners and your referral sources. And when you're doing that back and forth, you don't need to network anymore. You don't need to worry or wonder where that next client's coming from because it'll be coming through the door for you. What were some of the mistakes in the national training that you were doing? What were some of the errors there? One of the biggest was they wanted you to go through and categorize every person that you knew in all these different categories. And when you look at your database, it's likely pretty large. So I spent, I remember committing two hours every Friday afternoon to, I'm going to spend two hours categorizing this database. And I got it all categorized. And then as soon as I did, some of them changed to a different category. And I never really used it. I, I didn't understand the reason why we were categorizing. Um, so it was just a lot of busy work to me. And it didn't make any sense to me why we were creating those particular categories. So I created new categories. Um, but I didn't go through and categorize everybody I knew. I took my top 20 relationships and categorized them and what my relationship was with them. Basically, did I have visibility with them, credibility, profitability, and then how was I going to stay in front of those 20 relationships? So one of the, the big things that didn't work is spending hours categorizing your whole database. You don't need to do that. You just need to identify your top relationships, categorize them, and stay in front of them. What kind of categories are we talking about? Industry or how you relate to them? how you know them? The categories they had were information, support, or profitability. And yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> I kind of got my lip curled right now. And that just, well, one for my personality seems absolutely boring. <laughs> it, it, um, I could not concentrate for that long to organize all my people into those categories. But can you tell us a little bit more about what those titles really meant? Well, it was people you would go to if you needed information. So okay. information sources, people you would go to if you just needed plain support, and then people you went to that were your profitable people. 
So can you just skip the first two categories and go right to the profitable people? Absolutely. Is that one of our secrets we Ab- share? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we do. Yes. Denise, what motivates you to do what you're doing now? Again, I'm driven by seeing so many business owners struggle. You don't have to struggle. You really don't. If you if you put a system in place, and that's the reason why I say it's a customized system, it's a system around your business. I mean, there's the basics to it, but then you create it the way you need to for your particular business and the way you do things. I just um, I'm just committed to helping people understand this system to drive clients through their door, because really businesses want to grow. That, that's basically, if you ask about any business owner, they want to grow. In order to grow, you need money. In order to get money, you need new customers and clients. In order to get new customers and clients, referrals are the way to go. When you do that, you close them, you get money. So it's a, it's a cycle that business owners don't understand. It's like, I need to grow. I need more people. If I ask any business owner, they have a need. We want to get more people. We want to buy more equipment. We want to do more advertising, whatever it is. But really, the bottom line to money is sales. You have to get more sales through the door. Referrals help you close those sales, and that's what creates money. So it not only creates sales for you, but it creates the money you need to grow and operate your business. And so it's, it's much bigger than just referrals. Coming up, the challenges and successes Denise has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Hi, I'm Lance. And I'm Mel. In the spring of 2012, we were walking around downtown Indianapolis. We were looking for someplace local for dinner. We threw out a restaurant name and Mel asked, Is it local? That simple question became a much bigger conversation and our company, Indiana Originals, was born. Every Indiana Originals member is certified local. That means the business is an Indiana-owned and operated company, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain. When you discover and support a business on our website or on our app, you are keeping more money in Indiana, helping our communities be unique, and creating jobs. If you spent 5% more on goods and services from Indiana, we would have $1.8 billion more for our schools and infrastructure. So when you break it down, that's just $35 per household per week. When you see the Indiana Originals badge, you know you are supporting local Indiana businesses. Download our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains and get your business certified local at indianaoriginals.com. Indiana Originals, leading local living. Hello, listeners of Local Matters. This is McFarling Foods, and you know, 2020 was quite a year. McFarling Foods was there through it all because McFarling Foods is serious about partnership. We are in this together. That's what it's all about. We care about what's best for your business. How can we help? And McFarling Foods is a partner to local independent restaurants. Because, hey, anyone can sell you food. Wouldn't you rather have a partner? A partner who's invested in this same community. McFarling Foods. We're local. This is our home, too. It's where we live, where we work, and where we raise our families. See, nothing's more important to us than our community and our neighbors right here in central Indiana. Oh, and we are very proud to be an Indiana original. For more about McFarling, go to McFarling.com. That's McFarling.com. We've been chatting with Denise Prawl of Whiteboard Learning, a training experience helping business owners create a customized referral marketing plan. She started this business in 2014, but you started the property tax company how long ago? 
24 years ago next month. 24 years ago. So lots of experience in owning a business, right? This isn't anything that you're new to. What's been the hardest part about being a business owner? Oh, the hardest part about being a business owner, especially being a small business owner, is being surrounded by the people that you need to be surrounded by. You just feel like you're on your own. So I would recommend anybody who wants to be in business, make sure you have a great CPA. Make sure you have a great attorney. Make sure you understand payroll and don't do it yourself. So making sure that you have the proper support people in the place um, has really uh, has been a big learning for me when it comes to business. So making sure that you have a team around you that can support you because typically people start businesses because they're the technician. If we go back to um, the Mike Gerber e-myth, you start it because you're really good at what you do. It doesn't mean you're a really good business person. So when you start a business, surround yourself with professionals that can fill in those gaps that you don't have, and that's going to help you be a lot more successful. And also don't forget you need insurance and your own checking account for that business. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Those are two of the biggest mistakes I see uh, when people start a business is they don't realize all of those things that they need, which goes to your point of making sure you surround yourself with people that can help you be successful. You know, Denise, what's the most rewarding part about being a business owner? Helping people. It it really, um, even with the property tax business, what I'm doing is helping people pay less in property taxes. And I love being able to deliver that information to them or deliver a refund check of what they've overpaid. And then it's the same way with whiteboard learning, helping people. I love helping business owners. I love it when they call me and they're like, oh my gosh, I closed this many sales this week. Oh my gosh, I found another referral partner. Helping them grow their business to meet all the dreams and goals that they have. That, that's the most rewarding part for me. What would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? I want them to know that it's not as easy as it looks. You know, a lot of people leave corporate and they're like, I'm going to be my own boss. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? You can be your own worst boss. My father tells me all the time I need to fire my boss, which is me. So <laughs> I'm a terrible boss. So you're your own boss. So that that's hard. You manage your own time now. Oh, my gosh. Is that a challenge? I would say still to this day, that's still one of my biggest challenges is you can do anything you want to all day long. And figuring out what that is that you need to be doing and you should be doing and making sure you're scheduling it and you're getting done is probably the biggest struggle that I have had as a business owner. So you want to make sure that you're a good boss to yourself. Um, You want to make sure that you're really managing your time, but it's not as easy as it looks. It takes uh, a lot of commitment. Um, It's an up and down process to be an entrepreneur, so you have to stick with it. Um, But it's worth it. It's so worth it in the end. Why does supporting local and being known as an Indiana original matter to you? Oh, my gosh. Um, I feel like we're being taken over by national chains. I just feel like so many national chains are putting small businesses out of business. And I think it's so important for us to support our local businesses and um, really help them grow because what would our world look like? What would our world look like if we didn't have small business anymore and we were all going to corporate chains? Well, I think we kind of had a preview of that in 2020. Absolutely. You know, you have millions of people without a job, but yet all the big box stores are open. All the big national companies still have people working, but it was the mom and pops who were forced to close. 
That was kind of a scary place. Absolutely it is. I, I just don't think we value them until they're gone. And so we need to make sure that we're identifying who those local businesses are and we are patronizing them because once they're gone, your choices are over. I don't even want to think about that. I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, I see so many posts on Facebook about closing announcements. You know, I saw another one the other day, the legend in Irvington. Yes. Best macaroni and cheese I've ever had in my life. Yes. My carrot cakes for my birthday come from the legend. Uh, you know, it's devastating to see that, you know, I think they were open in almost two decades. Yes. But then they announced they're closing and it's flooded. Right. You can't even get in to have that last meal. It's like, why can't we have that kind of experience without them announcing they're closing? Yes. How do we encourage each other to, you know, go out of your way to support that local business owner? You know, think about, you know, getting a delivery from, you know, a local restaurant or taking your pictures to a little local frame shop instead of going to a big box store and getting frames. Um you know, I think you know that that's what I'm passionate about, obviously. That's what we're building. And, I mean, gosh, I think we first talked about this idea nine years ago. Probably so. And I think we've just seen over the years that local is getting a spotlight on it. But we still feel like we have so much work to do. And I just really want to thank you for helping small business owners like myself really figure out how to strategically grow their business. Because you, you were kind of talking about uh, time management in a way earlier, right? Which I refer to as focus management because I have all the time in the world. It's the focus that's the challenge. But it's that systematic approach that you bring to people like me that really helps us achieve those goals. And I just really want to thank you for not only that system but pushing people to be their best because that's what I get out of you and that's what I see you give to other people and I just think that's really really special and that's what we need more of and I'm just honored to have you as an Indian Originals member. Thank you so much Mel and it's right back at you I mean what you do is so needed I mean think about an experience you get with a small business they know your name you get customized service that you don't get with the larger companies and we're losing that and I, I, I feel the exact same way about you. What you're doing is so important to small business or even larger businesses that are local owned to help people be aware that they're out there and the importance of having them and, and what a devastating world it would be if we didn't have them. Yeah. Well, it takes a village. So thank you for being a part of that village. It's my pleasure. Denise, besides IndianOriginals.com and our app, where do we find out more about you and how do we support your businesses? Oh, thank you for asking. So I have a website. It's wb-learning.com. But I also have a private Facebook page. It's called Roadmap to Unlimited Referrals. And in that Facebook page, I have many small business owners. And what I do is I go in there and I do free referral training all the time I do lives um, I that's where I offer classes and different trainings that I do so if people would like to come over to my Facebook page roadmap to unlimited referrals and join that I'd love to have you there I'd love to meet you learn a little bit more about what you do and see how I might be able to help you grow your business by referral Denise Prawl whiteboard learning thank you so much for being our guest today on local matters and thank you for doing your part to create healthier stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana thanks Mel 
And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Originals, Indiana.Gifts, and McFarling Foods. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana Original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about why Local Matters at indianaoriginals.com and on our app, powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Download the Indiana Originals app, powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains, and check out indianaoriginals.com.